So one of the reasons why Donald Trump is just completely trapped and desperate in all of these civil lawsuits against him is that he really can't hide his money the way he would like to because of a critical move that New York Attorney General Letitia James made over a year ago back in October of 2022 when she sought a preliminary injunction for the appointment of a financial monitor to get into the Trump organization, to get into the Donald Trump revocable trust, to get into the inner workings of all of these LLCs and entity that Donald Trump and his revocable trust control and monitor the transfer of funds. Now, the reason New York Attorney General Letitia James did that is obviously in connection with her civil fraud case. She did not want him transferring assets to other entities and wanted him to be able to fulfill a judgment in that case. But this has now had consequences or has had consequences with all of the various other civil cases that Donald Trump is engaged in. Specifically, as we're looking towards January, the E. Jean Carroll defamation case against Donald Trump. This is the other defamation case. Of course, uh, Donald Trump was found liable for defamation and sexual abuse back in May of 2023. In the first E. Jean Carroll case to go to trial, the next defamation case is set for mid-January, and Donald Trump is desperately trying to move that date, delay that date. He just filed a motion with the Second Circuit Court of Appeals, which he referred to as an emergent motion for stay of mandate and stay of district court proceedings. I guess it was such an emergency that he spelled the word emergency wrong or his lawyers are just that incompetent. But Donald Trump is staring down what will be likely a massive verdict in this E. Jean Carroll other defamation case set for January. E. Jean Carroll has the same defamation reputational harm experts that testified in the Rudy Giuliani case where Giuliani was hit with a $148 million verdict. And I think we can see a verdict of similar size in January, perhaps even more, but around that range in January of 2024. I want to show you first this move that New York Attorney General Letitia James made, how Justice Arthur Ngoron ruled, how it has been implemented to trap Donald Trump in this way, and how Donald Trump has been essentially stuck ever since because these reports prepared by the financial monitor, retired Judge Barbara Jones, has really been able to identify where Donald Trump has tried to engage in moving certain funds. And Donald Trump, if he's caught moving these funds, would have been held in very, very, very kind of serious trouble. And her ability to monitor, the retired judge's ability to monitor it prevents these transfers from taking place in the kind of systemic way that Donald Trump would have done without this move. So recall that back in late September, early October, New York Attorney General Letitia James brings the civil fraud case after a few years of a special proceeding where the investigation takes place. Then she immediately seeks this a preliminary injunction for an appointment of a financial monitor. You know, Donald Trump was trying to create this Trump organization number two to kind of move around his funds. And New York Attorney General Letitia James went right to Justice Arthur Ngoron. On November 3rd, here is the order that Judge Ngoron 
uh, made and, and judging Goran back on November 3rd of 2022. I want to be clear about that. So over a year ago wrote here, the balancing of the equities tips strongly, if not completely, in favor of granting a preliminary injunction with the appointment of a financial monitor, particularly to ensure that defendants, Donald Trump and his adult kids, do not dissipate their assets or transfer them out of this jurisdiction. The Office of Attorney General seeks to enjoin defendants from transferring any material asset to a non-party affiliate or otherwise disposing of material assets absent approval of this court. In the event that defendants believe they have a legitimate reason to do so, they may apply to this court for permission. In the absence of an injunction and given defendants, Donald Trump and his adult kids, demonstrated propensity to engage in persistent fraud, failure to grant such an injunction could result in extreme prejudice to the people of New York. Further, the relief sought is appropriately tailored to curbing the unlawful conduct and ensuring that funds are available for potential disgorgement at the conclusion of this case. Notably, New York City is the epicenter of global finance. To take an example close to home, Deutsche Bank, headquartered in Germany, lent hundreds of millions of dollars to a New York real estate conglomerate that owns property all over the world. New Yorkers derive enormous economic and other benefits from all of the money coursing through the veins of Wall Street and real estate, our executive, legislative, and judicial institutions are obliged to ensure that financial uh, transactions are conducted truthfully, not fraudulently. Think about those words from Justice and Goran back on November 3rd, 2022. Now, over a year later, as that trial has concluded, we're going to wait for closing arguments to take place in early January. We'll have a final judgment issued by Judge and Goran on the issue of disgorgement probably before February or in early February. But think about his words back in November 2022, this injunction stopping Trump from transferring his assets outside of New York. Trump would have to apply if he wanted to transfer his assets. And here's the thing, when you stand up to Trump like this, when you confront Trump like this, he does indeed back down. Yeah, he'll whine and punch down, attack the judge's law clerk, attack the judge's wife, attack uh, the judge's son, attack all of that. And one of the things that Donald Trump is, is so upset about with all of these just kind of deranged and unhinged attacks is that he's trapped going back to the thesis of this video. And that really hasn't been spoken about much. He's trapped. He can't move his money around. And he's staring down a massive judgment here in the New York Attorney General civil fraud case and in the uh, E. Jean Carroll case. And you better believe had Judge Angora not issued that order, Trump would be hiding his money all over the place. And that's one of the reasons that he is lashing out the way he is in the kind of juvenile Trumpian manner uh, that, that he is. As you know, I'm a trial lawyer. And when I'm not breaking down the latest legal filings of the day for you on Legal AF, I'm jumping from courthouse to meeting to meeting, and it can be exhausting and frankly, dehydrating. That's why I started using Liquid IV. Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America and is now available in a sugar-free option. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, 
plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, Liquid IV hydrates two times faster than water alone. And you can keep your daily routine exciting with three new flavors, white peach, green grape, and lemon lime. I love how Liquid IV makes me feel. After having Liquid IV, I feel ready to take on the day at full strength. Also, the packaging is super convenient and makes it super easy to carry with me for when I need it most. My favorite flavor is the white peach. It's robust and super satisfying, but you can't go wrong with green grape and lemon lime either. Just one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. There are no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar with a proprietary amino acid allulose blend for a sweet taste without the calories or raised blood glucose levels you get from sugar. And of course, it's non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Liquid IV believes that equitable access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. They partner with leading organizations to fund and foster innovative solutions that help communities protect both their water and their futures. To date, Liquid IV has donated over 39 million servings in 50-plus countries around the world. Real people, real flavor, real hydrating. Now sugar-free. Grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code LEGALAF at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you use promo code LEGALAF at liquidiv.com. Let me show you how desperate he is. So the Second Circuit Court of Appeals recently affirmed a federal judge who's overseeing the E. Jean Carroll case, Judge Kaplan's uh, order striking Donald Trump's affirmative defense on the grounds of absolute presidential immunity because Trump's lawyers like Alina Habba and others did not assert it as an affirmative defense for over three years. So Judge Kaplan ruled Donald Trump waived the ability to assert the affirmative defense of absolute presidential immunity. The Second Circuit, in a very scathing order, affirmed federal Judge Kaplan's ruling and said, yeah, you waived it. You waited three years. You have to assert absolute presidential immunity if you want to. Just if you're confused why Donald Trump could even potentially assert it, this new E. Jean Carroll case is the one that relates to statements Donald Trump made in 2019 when he was in office. That This case is going second because there was a lot of appeals on other issues, not this issue um, of absolute presidential immunity. It was the issue of whether the government could kind of substitute in, but Trump's lawyers missed this issue of absolute presidential immunity, so tried to raise it at the last minute. The other defamation case against Trump and sexual abuse case that Trump lost and Eugene Carroll was awarded $5 million was brought under the Adult Survivors Act based on Donald Trump's sexual assault or in colloquial terms, rape that took place back in 1990. Um, and for Donald Trump's defamatory statements that he made in October of 2022, the new defamation case of statements Trump made in 2019. That's why you'd assert potentially absolute presidential immunity, whether or not it would be allowed. But Trump failed to assert it. But here, this is Donald Trump's uh, emergency motion now to the Second Circuit Court of Appeals, basically saying, look, this issue of absolute presidential immunity is so important and Donald Trump cites the authority of it's, it's such a Trumpian move where there's no depths to his 
to the moves that he'll pull and make contradictory arguments in different courts. Trump goes, look, special counsel Jack Smith's argued to the United States Supreme Court that this issue of absolute presidential immunity is so important that the Supreme Court should hear it and grant a direct appeal for certiorari in the criminal case against Donald Trump. See, if special counsel Jack Smith thinks it's important, Donald Trump thinks it's important in the E. Jean Carroll civil defamation case. Well, in the criminal case, special uh, Donald Trump is arguing that the Supreme Court should not hear certiorari, should not hear oral argument of special counsel Jack Smith trying to bring this issue of absolute presidential immunity directly to their attention. And Trump's saying, take your time. It's not that important, Supreme Court. But when it comes to the E. Jean Carroll case, Donald Trump is saying, hey, Second Circuit Court of Appeals, delay the E. Jean Carroll case by 90 days because this issue of absolute presidential immunity is so important. Even Jack Smith thinks it's important. We may want to go to the Supreme Court on this issue, even though you, the Second Circuit, said Trump waived the issue. So please give us some more time. Give us 90 days. But Donald Trump is making all of these emergency moves and where he's ultimately trapped and stuck with all of these civil judgments, it's because of the move that New York Attorney General Letitia James made back in October and the order that Judge Ngoron issued November 3rd of 2022 preventing Trump from transferring assets. So you have this financial monitor, a retired Judge Barbara Jones, who used to be a federal judge in the Southern District of Florida. There's Barbara Jones right there. And she's been issuing periodic reports and every time money's moved and you know or uh, there are improper controls or there's missing information. Barbara Jones, Judge Jones, retired Judge Jones would prepare a report for Judge Ngoron. And she's caught Donald Trump a few times trying to move money. Um, but ultimately, she'd call Trump out and it would be flagged, but it would be raised to Judge Ngoron. Judge Ngoron even uh, discussed that in his summary judgment order where he granted summary judgment for the New York Attorney General's office. But Trump's under a constant watch. The Trump organizations, all of the financials are being evaluated on basically a daily basis by Judge Barbara Jones. Oh, and Trump has to pay for Judge Barbara Jones to uh, continue to monitor his funds and restrict him from transferring the funds while there's this injunction preventing him from moving money. So his money's trapped. He's stuck. He's lashing out. And again, we can talk about a lot of these moves in, in the various cases, but that move by New York Attorney General Letitia James getting that early and quick and Judge Ngoron granting it quickly, that's going to be one of the things that I think as we historically reflect on what I think in the future will be Donald Trump being in the Trump organization being, you know, completely wiped out, making sure those funds weren't transferred. One of the most brilliant moves. Trump knows it. That's not being discussed really anywhere else, but that is probably what pains him the most in the Trump organization that they can't hide it right now. Tell me what you think in the comments below. Hit subscribe. We're on our way to 2 million subscribers thanks to your support. And uh, check us out at patreon.com slash Midas Touch and have a great one. Thanks so much for watching. We're only a few subscribers short of 2 million subs. Please subscribe right now to the Midas Touch YouTube channel for free and help us grow this unapologetically pro-democracy network.